Hey guys, Surly Talk Sports here, and I'm back for another episode of Sit Downs with Surly. This week's guests, yes, plural, the old double whammy, have both represented New Zealand, both currently play Super Rugby, and also both currently play in the Mitre 10 Cup for North Harbour. These two blokes are both incredibly talented footballers, one with speed, razzle, and footwork to burn, and the other's a workhorse who loves the physical aspects of the game and never shies away from a good old-fashioned run it straight. Outside of footy, both are bloody good New Zealanders, and it's a privilege to call them both my mates. So let's get into it. The first Surly Talk Sports trifecta, how good? Ever so close, North Harbour. Another go, and the try is scored. Taramai gets the try. Inside ball from Duffy, outside to Stevenson. That's a ripper. Shooters in. Ooh, Taramai. A massive collision. That was huge. Sarsour, quick duck, snapped up by Weber. McKenzie gets it away, and Stevenson is in for the try. Sean Stevenson just slices through. The shooter's back. Sean Stevenson, Murphy Taramai, thanks for jumping on, lads. STS history, first time we've had two blokes on our sit-downs with Surly, so could either be amazing or an absolute shit show, but we'll see how we go. Uh, firstly, Sean, how's ISO, bro? Any new hobbies and uh, how much money have you lost on the horses, bro? Be honest. Um, oh, yeah, to be honest, at the start of uh, isolation, I was um, having a little bit of a punt, but um, I've actually banned my account for 30 days since um, two weeks ago. So um, just been chipping away with the baking. So more time for um, baking. So um, that's my, new, my, new, my, new, my new hobby at the moment. So, um, but yeah, so now ISO is going all good. Um, seven of us in the house, so it can be pretty hectic sometimes, but um, got plenty of training partners here, so if one's not motivated, then call up on the other and um, get some mahi done, so now nah, it's been good. Nice. And Murph, how about you, bro? Apart from dyeing your hair blonde and going viral on TikTok, uh, <laughs> what else have you been getting up to? Nah, not much, bro. Um, I've got a routine going, um, gymming at least four times a week, running twice a week so with my mum as well so that, that's pretty um pretty cool to do as well with my brother and my dad um learning a bit of guitar bro Woo. and <laughs> and what else are we doing yeah just but a gaming eh? but a humble gaming but <laughs> oh, a gaming yeah bro Fuck, solid right first up shooter we'll start with you uh how old were you when you first picked up the footy ball bro and uh who'd you play your junior rugby for um, I probably was about three or four years old and picked up the footy ball, had plenty of older cousins, so um, that was pretty easy trying to, or getting into the sport, I guess. So, um, And then obviously I born and bred up on the Hibiscus Coast, so oh, um, coasty for life. So um, played my junior footy for Silverdale Rugby Club, so yeah, played all my junior footy right through to when I was year eight and then, um, yeah, went down to, to Auckland Grammar and did schooling down there. So, but yeah, Silverdale Rugby Club. Yeah, nice. I was going to say, what high school did you go to? How did you end up at Grammar, bro, from uh, from up in Silverdale? Um, well, it's a funny story, actually. I All my mates were going to Westlake because I was at North Cross Intermediate. So um, cool. went from Whangapura Primary to North Cross for a couple of years and then um, applied for Westlake Boys. Obviously, I was out of zone um, being up on the coast. So um, applied for Westlake Boys, didn't make it in. Um, I think the year before, they were actually... Um, some people complain because I think they were just 
uh, picking and choosing who they wanted out of the ballot. Um, yeah. So they told the cops, and obviously the cops came in the year that I applied for it, and was just unlucky not to um, not to make the cut. So um, obviously I had to look to my second and third option, and um, applied out of zone for Auckland Grammar. Just we had a family friend whose boy who um, ferried from Gulf Harbour into town, and he made it out of zone. So he was a couple of years older than me. So um, I said, give it a crack. So I applied for out of zone, didn't make it out of zone, and then applied for boarding school at Auckland Grammar and managed to get in. So, um, yeah, was there from year nine. So that's that's the story. Um, probably if I didn't make it to Auckland Grammar, my parents are Catholic, so, and I'm Catholic. So either would have gone to St. Peter's or gone back to um, to Rosmany probably on the shore. Oh, so Yuck. But, um, Rosa. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Fair Grammar. enough. And then from uh, at, while you are at Grammar, you made NZ Secondary Schools in 2014. What was that experience like, bro, getting away your first black jersey? Yeah, it was um, it was pretty short lived to be honest. Um, obviously made the team, and um, probably about 40, mi- 40 minutes just before half time, went to go score a try, and I was actually at Porirua, um, Jerry Collins Stadium, um, went to go score score a try, and um, one of the Fijians landed on top of me and broke my collarbone. So I only got to play forty minutes the first game of <laughs> secondary schools, but um, hey, you know I'll, I'll take that, and um, you know not many boys can play. So- Secondary school, so um, now very grateful for the opportunity. Only, I was only forty minutes, but um, yeah, no, it was good. Good to be part of that camp and um, just the build up, I guess, to, to secondary schools is pretty cool as well. Yeah, unreal. And then in uh, twenty fifteen, you made your ITM Cup debut for Waikato. Had a pretty unreal year too. Uh, can you remember who you debuted against, bro? And how nervous were you for that one? Yeah, I was pretty nervous. Um, I was at Waikato Stadium first first round against the Tasman Marcos, so they. And that was in 2015, so that's when they had this like a stacked side, like yeah. Tom Marshall, James Lowe, I think Marty Banks was playing then. Like the goat. they had Karen Fonatier, like just everyone you could think of. So um, it was pretty nerve wracking. Um, we lost, but um, debuted with all my flatmates at the time, which was flatting with Damien McKenzie and Antoinette Brown. So that was pretty cool. So um, yeah, I guess that was the start for me, and um, yeah, I was very. Um, yeah, very grateful to get the opportunity to, to debut in my first first game for for Waikato. Man, real must have been some some decent hiss ups with that flat, mate. You three, Ooh. yeah, it was. Um, yeah, we had some pretty pretty funny stories to be honest. Um, well, our second year, oh well, no, it was actually that year. We only we only had two wins or something like that, and we were coming into our last game, and we played um, Hawks Bay for the Ramfilly Shield, and um, they had, oh, I think they were up top of the table. That and um, no one was expecting us to. Um, to win, and um, yeah, we went down the, to Napier, and we got the dub, and took the Ramsey Shield home, and um, obviously we were three and seven or something like that. But um, to come away with the Ramsey Shield was pretty pretty special. But the hiss ups afterwards were um, probably the highlight of the year. And Stephen Donald, um, well, yeah, Stephen Donald was um, playing as well. So um, yeah, the after parties were pretty good at back at his. So. Um, driving around the golf carts through New World and stuff like that. So. Um, <laughs> With the Ramfilly Shield on the back, yeah, he lived out Road Turnaways and New World is about twenty minutes away. We needed some more, some more alcohol, so we um, jumped in his little golf cart he had in his garage, and um, yeah, there's about three of us all dressed up in cricket whites and stuff like that, boasting um, along. Yeah, I wasn't part of that, but a few other boys were. But oh, yeah, no, pretty cool. Go, whatever. And uh, <laughs> 2016, you made your uh, first Super Rugby squad with the Chiefs. You debuted um, for the first game of the season against the Crusaders. How was your first taste of Super Rugby, bro? Because you must have only been like 19 or something. Yeah, no, it's just pretty crazy. It's pretty um, 
pretty fast track to be honest. Um, obviously, wasn't expecting to play Super Rugby when you're growing up playing at 19 and um, debuting for the Chiefs as well. Like coming from Auckland, I would have never would have thought about it to be honest. And yeah, um, yeah, I met up with um, Dave Rennie and um, Andrew Strawbridge um, after secondary schools, and they were the ones that convinced me to come down to Waikato. Didn't have any contract. Oh, I had an academy contract, but um, just went along on their word and um, obviously I was fortunate enough to play a good club season um, have a good season with Waikato and then yeah 2016 um, signed, a, signed a contract with Chase and debuted against the Crusaders um, fortunately enough I, I was marking um, the money and the dollar so I got a bit of a taste, <laughs> taste of Smashton bro um, a couple of times got the bump off of Doom um, it's a big bump eh? yeah, yeah but I uh, scored on my debut which I was pretty stoked about and uh, then uh, and then yeah, <laughs> um, must be must be my luck. I got um, first kick off or the kickoff in the second half. Um, got it off the kickoff, ran it straight into the um, Frank's brothers, Owen and Ben, and um, got got tackled, got smashed. Actually, landed on the bottom, and they both landed on me. And I did my AC joint, so I was out for four to six weeks. So I got injured in my wow. first game again. So um, that was just after half time. But now, as um, like I said, it's always a pleasure to debut in your first game and. One to remember, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's unreal. And then from there, 2016, pretty big year as well because you made the NZ Under-20 squad go to the World Championships in England. Uh, what was that experience like? Must have been a bit of a buzz travelling to the UK to play some footy. Yeah, first time flying on the Big Bird over to the Northern Hemisphere and first time for me being in, being in the UK. So that was that was pretty pretty hissing. We had a pretty good um, team going into the comp. Um, we didn't do that, do that well. I think we were the worst to do well, for our NZ20 um, side. <laughs> Um, oh, coming fifth, so uh, but we yeah we um, yeah we played some good footy. Obviously, we played at Man City's um, like small stadium, like the where they have like their um, reserves grade playing. So it's still yeah. like a twenty thousand stadium um, seat stadium, but yeah, huh. um, now it's still pretty cool to get over there and um, got to experience like Manchester United's um, stadium. Like they took us for a tour, and um, I guess just being um, well, I guess traveling um, and doing. Doing those kind of things that you know you never would have dreamt of growing up as a kid, or um, getting over there and just seeing the other side of the world was pretty was pretty special. So um, yeah, it's cool. That's unreal. And we'll pause you there for a bit, Murphy, mate. Your turn. I can see you sitting patiently there. Uh, <laughs> you're a proud upper hut boy, bro. How old were you when you first picked up the footy, and uh, what junior club did you play for? Uh, my my junior club was um, Upper Hut Rugby Football Club, and um, bro, the first time I. Um, for the rugby ball, I was probably eight or nine. Ooh, I actually yeah. started um, in soccer, bro. And, uh, yeah, bro. That's where I got all my speed from. <laughs> oh, and the razzle. Unreal. Soccer. Oh, yeah, yeah. Super. And then uh, on to high school, you went to Upper Hutt College and you were a bit of a rugby league star, bro. Your league team went three years unbeaten. Um, did you play both rugby and league at high school or were you just the leaguey? Yeah, bro. We played, um, played um, both. We had um, rugby on Saturday and league on Sunday. So the week was pretty hectic with trainings, like pretty much every night after school. So it was pretty full on. Um, yeah, I was busy as. Yeah. Uh, both. That's pretty both. Unreal. And then uh, from school, you had a trial with the Penrith Panthers as well in 2011. How did that come about, bro? And how did you find that experience? No, we just had um, the, so the Penrith, I think it was, under 18 side came over to um, 
play this Wellington team. And um, I was fortunate enough to make that Wellington team and we played against them. And I uh, managed to get player of the day in that game. And then they pulled me over for a trial um, to uh, make that under-20 side when it was back when it was Plymouth under-20s. And yeah. Um, yeah, that's how that came about. And was that, do you enjoy that or were you just keen more on rugby or was league an actual option? Yeah. For you? Oh, bro, league was probably my first first option. Um, it just, I enjoyed the, um, just the contact and stuff. And league, it was just a lot more contact, uh, a lot yeah. more like running the ball, hands on the ball. There wasn't really many rucks and stuff like that. Like, <laughs> that shit's pretty tough, eh? But yeah. it was just more running with the ball and tackling and stuff, which I enjoyed a lot more. Hey, it's a run it straight. Murphy Tatamai to the Warriors, 2021. <laughs> Heard it here first. Unreal. <laughs> and then uh, you went on to focus on sevens. And in 2014, you made the NZ7 squad, bro. Your kind of first big break in rugby. Uh, how was your time in sevens? And was Titch as tough as everyone says he is? Or? Yeah, I was. Uh, so the sevens thing, oh, bro, I, I came back from Aussie not knowing what I wanted to do. And then came back and just started playing sevens for Upper Hutt and then that led to one thing and started. then I made the, the Wellington squad and then I uh, was fortunate enough to be um, at a tournament where um, Titch was watching and then, yeah, um, managed to make the New Zealand side, which was um, pretty awesome. And um, bro, the sevens was um pretty awesome experience. Eh? It was my first taste of like professional rugby and how like everyone, like how they get about. And what they do, like how hard the trains were. Titch is one of a kind. I put it there. He's one of a kind. He's a <laughs> he's a he's a real. He's really tough. He's, he's fucking tough, bro. Um, yeah. I don't know. I can only um, speak from experience. And um, boys that have been in one of his camps. Shoot, have you been in one of his camps before? No, nah, I've been in one of his camps. I've just heard um, that he's pretty tough on the boys. So. Yeah, bro. He is, yeah, like it's pretty hard to explain, but just think of the hardest session you've done before and times it by 10. That's crazy. And then uh, that year in the sevens, bro, you won the Wally tournament uh, in your hometown in front of your family and friends when the year before you were yeah. probably in the crowd steaming up. So a uh, bit of a change there, bro. How was that experience? Yeah, bro, that experience was, um, that was wicked, eh? Um, just to have my family and stuff there and to be at home was um, one of a kind. I couldn't experience anything more. Um, but, yeah, it was pretty awesome, bro. I loved it, eh? And then uh, 2014 was a big year for you because you made your ITM debut as well for Wally. Got the one cap. How good? Still cap. <laughs> uh, and then fast forward to 2016 and you make the move up to Harbour, which is where I first met you, playing for the Mighty Coat. Uh, how did that move come about, bro? And was the decision hard to leave Wally? Because I know you're a big family and, and Wally boy. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that decision was um, that was really tough. Um, when me and M talked about it, it was... Um, it was an opportunity, you know, like there was a, a Modesty Cup team that was actually keen for me to play. So at the end of the day, I just, you know, packed my bags and we, we both moved up to Auckland. And, you know, these, these opportunities are pretty tough to get around these days. So just got to take it with two hands and um, see what happens. Yeah, unreal. Hit the mighty coat too. How good. And then a strong season yeah, for yeah. the Harbour Heat that year and you made the... Blue squad, uh, who do you debut against, bro? And how did you enjoy your time at the Blue? Um, I debuted against the Melbourne Rebels over in Melbourne. I uh, managed to get 20 minutes off the bench. 
But um, my my family from Melbourne actually was there to support me, as oh, my um, family from Wellington couldn't get make it over. So that was awesome to have them there, and um, yeah, that was awesome. Um, I just uh, ran myself ragged for twenty minutes, and um, yeah, just enjoyed it. Uh, my favourite uh, moment of yours at the Blues was when you thought you scored a try, did a dab, and it got pulled <laughs> back against the force. Uh, can you talk us through that one, mate? What was going through your head? Unreal. Bro, I remember I, I remember calling. It was a pretty late game. Um, I remember calling. I think it was a pepper, which is like a back inside, oh, like a back flip from the nine. Yeah. Back inside to a play a player on the inside. And I remember calling it real early, bro. And I was like, bro, I'm gonna be in here. <laughs> and I was like pre like pre thought of what I was going to um oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> So bro, I got got the ball, dove on the ground, got up, bro, I was just so happy, bro, to like flick my arms and like did a humble dab. <laughs> and then after and then I saw the rest looking at um, looking at like the touches in that and it was just like go check it I actually thought it was pretty legit eh? like I actually thought like the ball was like flat you know Ooh. no way it could have been forward <laughs> and then the ref goes scrum bro I was just like oh no. you must have got a bit of shit for that surely Oh shit! Yeah, I still get shit. I got um since um what was it? I think it was a couple of weeks ago when um it actually happened, like three three oh yeah, the memories, three weeks yeah. ago, three years ago, and the memories and one of the boys has posted in our chat. Full bear. That's rough, man. <laughs> 2017 is where your guys' stories merge with you both playing for Harbour at ITM Cup. Uh, Shooter, you made the move up from Waikato. Uh, how did that come about, bro? And was Harbour always a goal of yours growing up a, a shore kid or? Yeah, obviously it was, it was always a goal. I, I guess, to be honest, I actually got a, offered um, a marketing contract out of um, school to go either stay in Auckland or North Harbour. And yeah. um, it was pretty tough for me as, um, oh, I guess it was it was pretty tough um, just because I didn't know anyone down in, in Hamilton, Waikato, to be honest. Um, yeah. So I guess that was pretty tough making a decision to go down to Waikato, but Went down on an academy contract, just thought I'd just give it a crack down there. And um, they had a pretty hissing um, academy and um, heaps of good players down there. And I wanted to test test myself against the best, I guess. And, um, you know, I was probably still a bit dark that um, I didn't make it into Westlake. And, um, you know, I felt like I had a, a point to prove, I guess. So yeah. that's probably why I didn't stay in, um, in the Blues region. Um, and then, yeah, I guess um, being a... Coast boy, shore boy, you know, obviously it was always a, a dream of mine to come back and play for North Harbour. And I played Roller Mills um, for North Harbour. So um, I guess always coming back was always a goal a goal of mine. And um, after I finished, well, actually the second season of Waikato, I, I injured my knee in the first game. So partially teared my ACL. So um gave me a lot of time to think about things. And um I just, I guess, I just wanted to be closer to home. I've been away for a while, so I was at boarding school and stuff like that. So, yeah, um, I wanted to come back home, and um, yeah, obviously, it was pretty, it was pretty cool seeing the Harbour Boys um, going from the championship to the premiership. Obviously, I signed before that, so everyone was like, "Oh, you jumped on the bandwagon, blah blah blah." You going? <laughs> yeah, I signed. I signed halfway through the season just to make it clear. So, um, whether they didn't make it or not, I was always going to come back home. So. Um, um, and then after seeing them play, um, they played against, or oh, they actually played against us in the round for the Shield, and they were up 20. Oh, I don't know if they were, were you guys winning, man? You guys uh, winning the game, winning. Uh, No, usual, usual winning. 
but we had like, back, eh? like no, yeah, we came back and then we had like a chance to win, oh, and then Jordan Trainer hit yeah. the ball under Matty Wainga right yeah, over the yeah, line, and then you went uh, leg for the field to score, and bro. Yeah, and I guess, uh, and I think now looking back now, I think that was the week that I kind of had to make a decision whether I wanted to go back to Waikato or North Harbour. And um, obviously, Brent Gatlin, um, who I played with in the first couple of years at Waikato at Hamilton Old Boys, he just made the move up to Harbour, and um, so I was pretty close with him. And he just, you know, we were just flicking a few messages back and forth, and um, they needed a outside back to come up, and I was pretty pretty keen to come back home, so. Yeah, that's how it kind of came up, and um, yeah, I guess the rest is history now. Playing, well, three or four years now, so that's yeah. how I met this ugly guy. Came, yeah, and took, so. came and took all the money. <laughs> Unreal. Uh, Harbour's been performing well in the Premiership the last few seasons, uh, coming close to the finals the last couple of years. How have you both enjoyed your time at Harbour? If you could pick one moment each that's like a standout Harbour moment, what would it be for you? Shooter, we'll start with you, and then the. Uh, Standout moment. Um, I guess my first year, we um, when I came up, I played against Auckland. Um, it might have been like the third or fourth game at Harbour Stadium, and um, like they had a pretty stacked side. Like they had like Malachi Fikitoa, like yeah, heaps of um, Super Rugby players and All Blacks at the time, and um, it was pretty. I think it was a Sunday Arvo or Saturday Arvo, like two thirty. Yeah, it was there. It was me. It was a yeah, yeah, it was a hissing crowd, and the boys just came out firing and. Um, yeah, we pumped them by like what fifty points to like twenty or something yeah, like that. Yeah. But um, yeah, that was probably one of my my favorite highlights being in the Harbour uniform so far. And um, yeah, and probably guess it, I miss um, when we made the semis. Yeah, probably like those two highlights. Was yeah. it the first year or second? My yeah, second that was, was twenty seven. Your first year, boy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, that no, was a pretty pretty good um team that year. So mm. um, yeah, it was probably my highlight. Smoking yeah. Auckland. Murph. Uh, my highlight was probably yeah winning the uh, championship in 2016. Yeah. Um, going into the finals, we were kind of ridden off uh, straight away. We had to beat um, Wellington away, which was not easy, and Otago away as well. So yeah, right. As soon as yeah, oh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how many times I watched that game again, bro. But <laughs> it brings back memories, bro. It brings back the feels there. Is it true they didn't have like flights booked for you guys because they thought Welly were going to win, so they booked them for Welly or something? Yeah, bro. So we, um, <laughs> so Pete, straight after we beat Welly, um, apparently our manager um, was trying to book flights in in the hotel and stuff to um, head down, and uh, apparently there were none. And later on in the week, <clears> found out <throat> that we um, didn't have. Oh, they uh, they're already booked. Or Wellington to fly down. That's ugly. Apparently, apparently, so yeah, it's just yeah, bit of controversy around there, but I, I wouldn't have a clue. And um, there, but that was actually your first season, though, so it could be said that uh, the success was off the back of your arrival. What would you have to say about <laughs> that? Yeah, bro, bro. That, that's exactly what happened, bro. Would you reckon it was the news that nah. she had signed? So the boys were like, "Far, we'd better turn it on and win it here now." <laughs> Nah, we bro. To be honest, we had a we had a really underrated team. I think um, people just didn't see um, like see us for how we actually played. Like, and obviously the rules were different too that year. They had the um, I, I don't know what it was the no, no ruck rule or something yeah, like that. Right. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I don't no know. No ruck rule. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was pretty. It was pretty. It was different. But we did we did adapt pretty well to it. And um, 
yeah, I guess it kind of worked out for us. And then play some razzle dazzle. Over the last couple of years, uh, you guys have ticked off some pretty cool international experiences in your footy. Uh, Shooter, you first. For the past two years, you've been a part of the NZ Māori squad. Uh, what does it mean to you to represent your tribe, Napui, and your Māori heritage? Yeah, obviously, I, I guess growing up, I didn't really know too much about um, that I had a little bit of Māori in me. So yeah. I guess it was pretty... <laughs> when I found out that we had a little bit in me, then, um, you know, obviously it's always... Um, a dream of yours to kind of make any representative side but to play for the New Zealand Maldives you see um, all the old um, games that they play back in the day against the Irish, uh, British and Irish Lions and um, all that it was you know it's pretty special to watch so when I had a, found out I had a little bit of um, Maldi it was I guess it was uh, put my hand up and um, try out for it I guess you, you know if you play well in Mod 10 Cup or Super Rugby then you get picked from that but um, no, nah, it's always it's always an honour um, representing your tribe, and um, I guess everyone from that tribe as well. So, and then just everyone in general that's Māori in New Zealand. So, yeah. nah, it's pretty cool to, to get out there and, and represent them. And uh, you got to go to Brazil, was it? That must have been pretty buzzy. Play play them. Yeah, we actually been on some pretty cool tours. To be honest, um, that was my first year. I think we went to Canada and then um, Canada. Then we went to France. That was the first tour. And then the year after that, we flew over, played the American side in the USA. Yeah. Um, then went to Brazil, played the Brazilian side. It was like 110,000 stadium, uh, seat stadium in Brazil. Right. But there's only like 20,000 20, people. So it was like only one quarter of the stadium. But yeah. It was like one of those oval ones. It was like Wellington Stadium, but like yeah. on steroids. Um, so that was pretty cool. And then our third game was um, Chile. Um, so we played Chile in Chile, which was um, pretty pretty epic. It's there's one, yeah. You could describe Chile as pretty much flying into Queenstown. Like there's all the like the Andes Mountains and all the mountains around there. So it was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was probably the best tour I've been on. And yeah, no, it was pretty pretty awesome experience getting on getting on those kind of um, tours. I guess you don't really dream of going to South America, like to play in yeah. Chile or Brazil. You know, like yeah, when, yeah, to play rugby. You know, you just think them of. Um, Soccer, soccer nation. So, yeah. Um, not to um, obviously play rugby, but to spread the rugby love um, was pretty cool. Yeah, I think Murphy had dreams of going to South America when he thought he was going to be Lionel Messi. Unreal. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Shooter, what's it like uh, doing the haka, bro? That must be a pretty special moment that New Zealand Māori's haka is known to be pretty fierce. How much work goes into that and how much of a buzz do you get off that? Yeah, I think when you... Um, Obviously, like we all grew up as kids, you know, you see those kind of huckers and you're like, holy, like, you know, pretty breathless um, kind of stuff, you know. So um, to actually do it and do it multiple times, it's it's um, no, it's something special that you can't really, you know, um, explain. To be honest, like, um, yeah, once you do it, and then you know, you just want to keep doing it just because it's such a special hucker to to perform. So um, and then obviously to get it, oh, to do it last year against Fiji, um, haven't. Been, uh, I haven't played multiple full multiple blacks on home turf, so um, to do it in front of family and friends, that was, that was pretty special as well. Yeah, that's me. And Murph, uh, you went over to the United States to play over in the MLI <laughs> competition over in America for Glendale last year. How was that experience, bro? And what was the level of footy like? And and how different was it? Bro, that experience was unreal, straight up. Like it's uh, Americans, uh, the, the such a different culture compared to here. Yeah. Um, Denver itself was a pretty, pretty different place as well. It's um, it's in the mountains, so 
high altitude there. Um, but the, the level of rugby was uh, probably between Martin Cup and Club Rugby. Yeah, like, it's probably better than Club Rugby, but not as good as Martin Cup. Um, but sorry, I, I enjoyed it. Eh? Like you, you like. Well, I got. The, I went to San Diego. Um, I went to Houston. I went to Buffalo. Um, Toronto, you know, like it's just the, the the travel you get around there is just unreal. And yeah. I only met, uh, played half the season as well, so I missed out on New Orleans, New York, Vegas, um, yeah. Yeah, Vegas and all them. Like, bro, it's just it's just a different type of campaign. And um, yeah, yeah, like it is. It is um, uh, what do you call it? It, it is pretty tough, but um, like trying to teach the guys over there, yeah, how, how to kind of. Uh, play, you know, but um, yeah, it was an awesome experience. I love that. And a few dudes are doing it now. It's become a bit more popular. You were probably the pioneer of it. Uh, would you ever go back in, <laughs> in your career? Is that something you'd be keen to go back and do? Play again in the states, or is Europe oh, yeah. or something more interesting? Yeah, um, yeah, bro. I, I'd definitely love to go over there again. Eh? Um, I, I, I wouldn't even mind like uh, living over there. To be honest, it yeah. was um, yeah, it was just like real. Well, it's just way more different to over here. Yeah, um, it's way more busier, um, and I actually enjoyed it like that. So, yeah, but I'll go back over there. Good for your country dancing as well, unreal. Oh, yeah, yeah, bro. Um, and, uh, <laughs> while we're talking about your career achievements, bro, can't forget the mighty coat, Murphy. Uh, two championships in ten games, probably the most successful Northcote player ever, mate. Um, what, what was your favourite memory in the coat jersey so far, bro? Oh, uh. Like, oh, probably yeah, winning our first championship. To be honest, on a hangover for you, was, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was a yeah, it was a bit of a story, eh? Yeah. Um, that's right. So on the Thursday, yeah, had our Blues breakup. Friday had another Blues breakup. Saturday had our game, and then Sunday, Sunday after we won, oh, big steam up. Thanks. And then it was, I think it was like eight pm, and gave Emma the call. Pick me up, please. Uh, I remember too, because this fella rocks up to the game on the the final on Saturday, and we're all nervous as. And I was like, "Oh, you hung over?" And Murph was like, "Oh, yeah, like we had a big night." And I was like, "Oh, just play good." And then his first touch, he puts this grubber through, and he had and kicked it all year, and it just oh. went straight into the checker dude. And I was just like, "Nah, he's not there." Lucky came right, but man, I was worried for you there, bro. bro nah, that was a bro. That game was. Unreal. And then after we won, did I celebrate by myself? Yeah. Yeah, right. always. <laughs> I celebrated by myself. Yeah, that's right. You get a bit excited when the final whistle goes, eh? You oh. don't really know what to do. Well, to be honest, it's video footage of about three games that I'll do that. So I, I don't really care, but you know, it's pretty funny. <laughs> up and down. And uh, shooter to the coat 2020, let's spark up these rumours again. Um, oh. Murph, if you had to sell the coat to shooter in a few sentences, mate, what would you say to him? What's your what's your selling point? Hey, shooter, all I have is one word for you, mate. Culture. That's all about, mate. Culture, Nothing mate. Like mate, you could have thought we, we won it last year. Yeah. Well, it was one of the games. First team to do a Mad Monday and Super Sunday after losing. Unreal. Uh, <laughs> fast forward to 2020, and uh, both of you have been playing Super Rugby for a couple of years now. Murph, you're at the Canes back in Welly. Uh, what are the main differences between the Blues and the Canes that you've noticed, and is it good to be back home? <laughs> 
But everyone else is needed question eh? Um <laughs> oh, the, the, the difference is just like different cultures, bro. Um you got different players leading you as well. Um yeah. I, I guess that's one of the biggest differences. Um and but to be back home is oh, I, I definitely couldn't turn it down. Um I have always wanted to play for the Hurricanes. They um uh they were my team that I looked up to growing up. I used to watch every Saturday night. And um yeah, so to be here training with them is um pretty special. For sure. Can't wait to debut if I get the chance. Yeah, you got that injury. How how's it feeling now? Are you ready to go? Yeah, ready to go, bro. I was really um what is it, first week of lockdown, eh? Yeah. I was gonna play a bit of code, but um, yeah, just unfortunate yeah. times. Yeah. And um, shooter ate the bat, yeah. according to Marty Banks, and then it was all shut down. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's some cheek. That's some cheek. And uh, shooter, you've been at the Chiefs since 2016. Uh, a big shift for you. What would be your favourite memory in the Chiefs jersey so far? And uh, do you see yourself being there for the long term future as well? Um, favourite memory. Oh. I guess probably debuting. Um, that yeah. was probably one of my favourite memories. But um, oh, there's, I guess there's plenty, plenty of memories. Um, can't think of one at the moment. But um, like Murphy said, like the, like the culture probably down at the Chiefs. Like there's quite a few young boys. Um, so probably just the highlight of um, you know playing with actually your good mates. I guess like that yeah. you've bonded with over the last few years. Just because they're most of them all around the twenty. 20 year olds to like 26, 27. So, yeah. you know, everyone's still um, it's still pretty young and connected. So, you know, not just outside of when we play footy, but, you know, we actually do a lot together outside of footy. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, probably just, you know, the good mates that, you know, I've, bonded, I've formed over the last few years is probably my highlight. Yeah, nice. And you're having a pretty unreal start to the season, bro. How frustrating was it when it came to a bit of a halt and uh, how keen are you to get back out there? Yeah, it was, it's obviously nothing you can do about it. But, um, yeah, I guess I was, I was just trying to um, nail down a starting spot in the team. You know, I guess over the last three or four years, I've been in and out. And um, I guess the, the word is consistency. That's probably the, the thing I've been trying to work on the last few years, I guess, um, if I was to make that next step up. So, I guess trying to um, not force my hand, but also just um, staying consistent on my game. And, um, I guess... This off season, I kind of wanted to build on what I did in the Mod Ten Cup last year, and um, you know, do do some, um, you know, put my my best foot forward, I guess. So, um, obviously, I'm real gutted that the season had to be suspended or whatever, whatever happens, you know, after this lockdown. But um, yeah, I'm just trying to stay ready, and whatever happens um, after this lockdown, we'll we'll go from there and try to build on what I did before this lockdown. Good what man. are your thoughts on that last game? Tough, eh? Yeah, tough, you know. Oh, uh, a Kane's cheese fan, though. That was No, no, I'll give it to you guys. You guys came back <laughs> hard in the second half. Jordy with the um, oh, you guys actually, Yeah, well, yeah, you guys actually played well that, that game. And, you know, obviously we were, we were, we were, we probably didn't play our best footy. And, um, <laughs> nah, but nah, yeah, it was, it, was, it was a good game. It was a good game. I mean, you know, uh, no, if we um, had our chance again, we would probably have done a few things different, but hey, that's footy, so. Well done, Murphy. Well done, Murphy. You both have there, some, uh, yeah. some well-known nicknames. Sean, uh, where did Shooter come from, bro? Uh, so, um, actually, 
my first game for Waikato was obviously flatting with Damien and Anton and we were just watching Happy Gilmore on the couch the night before and um, obviously it's a bit of a everyone's favourite movie or one of their favourites so it was pretty um, pretty I guess cool to oh, I don't know do something can as a try celebration um, obviously we'll play the next night so I guess it was just a bit of a um, uh, the boys just asked me you know try to do your best try celebration I'll shoot him a Gavin and kind of just shot the camera and yeah I think man just, yeah kicked off from there so what are you laughing about Murphy? Unreal, and and Murphy, you're the tut of my train, bro. You just got that from running over the top of blokes. Uh, How do you? What do you think about that one? Unreal. Oh, thank no. Big shout out to uh, Ben Seal for that. um, Yeah. (laughs) I didn't even think about it. (laughs) Just bumping. Hates a bump. Uh, You boys lived together for a few years, so I'll uh, ask you a few questions around that. Uh, Worst three months of my life. Who's the best cook out of you two? Who's the best cook? Bro, man. Oh, well, hands move. down, bro. Well, hands hood. down? Bro. You make the same bro. meals every time. <laughs> Say brotherhood. Bro, brotherhood. I do. But hey, Shooter, yeah, Shooter, um, he buys food. He buys food. I don't food. buy food. Oh, okay. he, buy, he buys oh, out. Tell the story. I'll, I'll make it. I'll, cl- I'll clean it. I'll make the... What happened was this. My mum's one of her work partners. Um, she offered... She's a chef. So she... she um her parents or something like that, or New World down in Mission Bay or something like that. And she was like offering to cook for our flat, like one one meal a night. So she'll, she'll do the dinners and she'll be like, oh yeah, like she'll send me through um, three meals to choose from. And obviously we all cook once a week. So I was like, okay, well I might as well take her up her offer and she'll just make these like massive dishes. And, and you'd claim just it. just drop them off. Yeah, uh, no. I he would claim it. It's like, Boys, I've, got, I've been offered three meals. Like, which ones do you want? Like, blah, blah, blah. And then they'll choose it. And then, but there's no complaints when I got yeah. it. And oh, cool. so, you know, oh, wow. like, now they're just trying to give me shit for um, not buying my food, but I didn't pay for it or anything. I just, you know. <laughs> and then post I'm providing for the boys, they still. Wow, yeah. Huh? Really? Yeah. 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 Come together. Boys, so. Come together. Yeah. so I'm definitely the better cook then. Hey. Yeah. We'll give that to Murph then, eh? You boys are, <laughs> who's, who's the messiest out of you two? Uh, oh, we're both, I think we're honest, pretty, we're both pretty, pretty, yeah, we're both pretty clean. Oh, yeah, nice. Um, and um, we, we both, to be honest, we actually carried the flat like in oh. last year. Cool. Still, we shoot Yeah, huh? who was yeah, the missing? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Huge beard. <laughs> yeah, huge beard. <laughs> Our other flat mate, so there's four of us footy boys, and and Hugh, yeah. Hugh just yeah, he just um, works. Um, He's from Dunners. He's, just been, he's been down in Dunners and just a classic Dunedin kid, yeah. you know, just yeah, right. Love still carrying on those little traits. Yeah. 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 Still living as, as uni days. How good. Uh, you get an Uber home at the end of the night from Doolins. Who's the one that pays for it? Oh, to be honest, I would go with both. Right, it depends. Like, yeah, none of you are tight. Nah. Both nah. pretty generous, eh? Oh, I, I think we are. I know Shooter's really generous. Do, do you think I'm generous, Shooter, or what? Do you think I'm sorry? <laughs> yeah, no, he's generous. I, I, he's generous. I, I, he's generous. I, I generous. No, we're all pretty generous, I think. Right. Um, yeah, to both, be fair, you're both... both you're, yeah, you're both pretty good. I remember Shooter always does the old buy 10 vodka sodas, chucks them on the table and walks off. It's like bloody Christmas with this bloke. Oh, good. I was just going to look, look after you, Celia. Eh? So. Thanks for the boys. <laughs> uh, who takes the longest to get ready for a night out out of you two? 
Shooter. Yeah, head no way. Shooter. No, no way. You, bro. Oh, no way. Murphy had like 15 minute showers and then <laughs> we waiting <laughs> in the car like, Murphy, what are you up to? And he's, still hasn't bro, brushed his teeth because he always has smelly breath. So, <laughs> <laughs> so he's going to brush his teeth for like 10 oh, minutes and then have a shower for 30. Yeah, it yeah, just, takes, it just yeah. takes a while. So Murph takes the longest, yeah, I'll give you that. Uh, any oh. game day superstitions or pre-game routines? Shooter, start with you. Um, oh, I normally like to have pasta a night before a game, so get some good carbs in. That's yeah. probably the only real... But like, I, I don't need to have pasta, but that's probably like just one of those and maybe a few treats. And then maybe just having a um, shower before I go to like the team meeting. Yeah. Um, Drive before, yeah, I normally just have a shower and um, have everything ready to go. I guess that's the only real thing, but yeah, trying not no, to have any no lucky undies or nothing. No, no, oh, I, I guess you did. Oh, I did, but I didn't like you know, like I said, like if I was there, then they were there, like if they were yeah. washed, they were washed, you know, yeah. kind of thing. But um, yeah, Murph, uh, I what do I do? Oh, yeah, I just said pasta and they were shooter, um, night before, and usually, um, indulge in some treats. I'll go to is probably caramel. Eight streets, that's fine. I ate a whole block of caramel the, the night before. Come and um, I do, uh, before the game, like an hour before the game, I do a bit of mindfulness. Yeah. Like five minutes worth. Um, and I would do a, a strip, oh, trigger, trigger points. Yeah, you do that for ages, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, bro. Uh, if you could give each other one work on for the other person's game, what would it be? Shooter, we'll start with you. So you give Murphy one thing to work on for uh, 2020, mate. What do you want to see him improve? Um, that's tough. That's on the spot kind of question. Be honest, um, mate. It's all good. Yeah, he's he's going to give you one back, so don't worry. He's, he's pretty good overall, I reckon. Maybe... Oh. Um, Kick-off reception. Oh... <laughs> Um, probably just controlling the ball at the back of the scrum yeah nice. <laughs> there's a few that splurted out you know in the back, you know we were hot on the tack on the line and the number eight would just yeah, splurt yeah. out yeah. pretty dominant scrum at the heat there yeah you're not wrong you're not wrong yeah. and uh, Murphy yeah. any work on Pasuda work on Pasuda um yeah, just just hold the ball and stop chipping chasing. You know, like, <laughs> with this, especially when it's not on. That's probably mm. one of my work for my mate. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm taking it up to you when you did off the kick-off against Takapuna, bro. Yeah, I'm <laughs> really. Oh, yeah. Nah, yeah, that's a good Live one. That's a good point. Live for the best. Yeah. And uh, a few quick-fire questions to finish. Uh, Shooter, you answer this one first and then Murph and we'll just rotate like that. So, uh, Best player you've played with or against on the footy field? Best player? Um, probably Aaron Cruden. Yeah, and Murph? TJ uh, Purina. Um, yeah, nice. Uh, biggest grub you've played with or against? Like the biggest pest? Shooter? Oh, I guess I don't mind racking up a few people with training and one of them would be Brody Retallick because I just love I just love the hell he's a he's an angry man when he gets angry. So um wow. but like yeah he's probably he's the that dude. Wow. Yeah yeah um but biggest grub but I know it's tough because eh? there's a few boys that you know a few late hits and stuff like that in the game but 
Oh, I don't, yeah, I don't know any grubs to be honest. Yeah, fair. Into the Chiefs. <laughs> Come off of it. <laughs> Who's the biggest grub? You know, man. Uh oh, bro, Liam Mason was bro, pretty tough, eh? Yeah, <laughs> he was off with his bit of a grub. No, he's pretty tough in the in the in the rough stuff, eh? The dark arts. Uh worst roommate you've had on tour, shooter? Oh, the latest one I've had is Ryan Coxon, who's a prop in for for the chase. And honestly, the night before we, the Blues game this year in twenty yeah this year, and um Friday oh Thursday night got up there in the hotel and it was probably like eleven o'clock because you try to go to bed quite late because you want to have a sleeping because it's such a long day yeah before get before the game you know and he fell asleep before me and it was probably the worst thing that I could have done is not go <laughs> to sleep before him. Like Honestly, sure, I got, I've got, yeah, I've got videos of me like talking to the phone, be like, "Bro, sh- like, can you just be quiet?" And he's not replying. He's just like snoring like a train, and I'm just like with the pillow on my face, like, all my, like, you know, just for a game, you know, you just want to have a good sleep, you know, and yeah, um, he was just being an absolute train snoring. So, Those yeah, big fellas with the snore, eh? No good. Murph, what yeah. about you? Where's room, mate? Uh well, I don't have to go back to my sevens, eh? Uh, probably um, Ambi. Ambi. Oh, yeah, Ambrose Curtis. Yeah. <laughs> the biggest snore. Ambi. Is he a shocker, is he? Biggest snore. Uh, Shooter, you're the coach for the Hurricanes, bro, and you're picking for the number eight jersey, so you can cut one, <laughs> bench one, and start one. So you've got Rodney Soyalo, Adi Savia, Murphy Taramai, bro. Who are you cutting, starting, oh, and benching? <laughs> <laughs> what a stitch up. Bro, this is um, a up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> bro, be oh, honest, bro. It's all good. Yeah, I'll probably I'll probably start um Ari Savir and I'll bench Murphy just because Murphy can cover seven and eight. So yeah, you know, like that's you know, Ronnie Sugolo can only really play eight. So um, cool. you got a bit of versatility there. Yeah. Yeah, well. That's honest opinion as well, probably. Yeah. Oh, nice, bro. Yeah, well, cool. And uh, Murph, you're the you're you the go. coach of the Chiefs, bro. Murphy Gatland, and uh, <laughs> yeah. you're picking what for the that? 15, so you can cut bench start. You got Mills, Mulyaina, Damian McKenzie, or Sean Shooter <laughs> Stevenson, mate. Who do you go with? <laughs> drop Sean Stevenson. Yeah. No, <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll probably drop Mills. Probably yeah. Drop Mills. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll probably. Um, no, I'd probably um, yeah, put shoot on the bench. Yeah, so you can play. Obviously, he can play. Uh, oh, play right. wing. He can play wing, and he can play ten. Yeah, and right. Probably, so. Yeah, start. Uh, utility, utility. The, the Ben Searle of peace, unreal. Uh, favorite yeah, sport outside of footy, shooter. Favorite sport. Or like to watch or to play. Uh to watch. Or play either. Like, what's that one sport? If you couldn't be a pro rugby player, what would you be? Oh, I love either. I love watching NBA, but if I was to choose, I would love to play NFL. Yo, and what what team do you reckon? To play for? Yeah. Um, I wouldn't mind catching some dimes from Pat Mahomes. I reckon. Oh, and there you you go. Chiefs. Chiefs. Oh, Murphy's favorite team. Yeah, and. Uh, Murphy, your, your favourite sport outside of rugby, bro? Yeah, probably um, basketball and NFL. Uh, yeah, good on. Yeah, and if you could play for any other sports team, who would it be? Uh, I'd probably be the Los Angeles Clippers in basketball. 
oh. and the 49ers in uh, NFL. You know, probably probably a running back, you know, versatility. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> running over train. people, eh? The train, how good. And uh, Shooter, if you were on death row, bro, what would your final meal be? Oh, final meal. Probably um, my nana's chopped suey. Nice. Chopped suey and rice, yeah. Yeah, yeah, probably my last meal. Unreal. And Murph? Uh, probably lasagna. No. <laughs> and, uh, and simple. Yeah, absolutely. Three people, dead or alive, you'd most like to go to dinner with, Shooter? Uh, the three favourite people I'd love to go to dinner with? Yeah, um, dead or alive. Can be anyone. Ooh. Probably after watching a Michael Jordan Doco, probably Michael Jordan. Yeah. Um, who else would I choose? I'd choose Tupac. Oh, yeah. That's what I was going to say. Um, and probably someone like Prince Harry or Prince William, just to find out what, what you know what's going on in their, their life. <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> Interesting. And uh, Murph? Yeah. What about you? Uh, I'll probably be Barack Obama, you know, one of the yep. great. Yep. 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 Nice. Um, probably LeBron James. Yeah. One on one against him. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. And probably, yeah, probably Tupac as well. I want to wrap, um, hit him up with him. Yeah, so, nice. Okay. What's up on the now, then? Bit of a party huh? trick, eh? After a few long whites. <laughs> Unreal. Oh, you know, yeah, party trick. After a few long whites, you know. There you go. <laughs> and, uh, Day three of a bender, 9am in the morning and you're starting to hit a wall. You get one phone a friend to call you up to bring some fizz and get you through the day. So, uh, Shooter, who do you ring, bro? You need some energy, get you through. One phone call. Oh. One phone call. I'll choose... Um... Well, that's a tough question, man. Um... Probably Anton at Brown. Yeah, nice. Goes good, does he? Yeah. Yeah, he goes pretty good. He goes pretty good. I mean, yeah. Yeah, he goes good. He goes good. Yeah, nice. And Murph, who would you call up? Who would I call up? That is a tough question, eh? Um, I'd probably right call up. <laughs> huh? Nah. Yeah. Duffy. Oh, Duffy. Five years ago, probably. Yeah? yeah? Met Duffy five years ago, probably. Oh, like <laughs> pre-kids pre and, and marriage Duffy. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Unreal. Mm, and uh, final one, Shooter, if you could pick uh, three players that you've played with to have a steam up with, who would it be? Um, Stephen Donald. Yeah. Um, Stephen Donald. Um, oh, there's a lot of players I'd love to have a steam up with. Um, Hates a steam up. Stephen Donald. Murphy, tell them why probably. Yeah, I'll choose you, Murph. I'll yeah, choose you, Murph. Murph, right. goes yeah. Murph goes good. Yeah. Um, and probably, yeah, probably Anton. Yeah, Anton can sing some fair, fair bit of um, purse. So, nice. Yeah. Big raps on him. Nice. And uh, Murph, your three? Oh, Anyone you've played uh, with, bro? Go, yeah, I'll probably go. Yeah, I'll go with you, Shooter. Um, we, we go well together. And the stuff too. We really pretty well as a team. Um, probably Shooter, probably yourself, Sealy. Yeah, how good. Um, yeah, and um, Courtney McCarthy. Yeah, the Kombucha Express. Kombucha Express three years ago. Oh, the three years ago. So he's like the Buffy of, of Northcote rugby. Unreal. 
Cheers, Belinda. No, what a steam that would be. Real honour. Uh, that's all I've got, boys. Uh, thanks for jumping on, taking the time to have a yarn. Appreciate it. And I uh, look forward to seeing you back out there, either for Super, for the Coat, or the Mighty Harbour Heat. So uh, go well, boys. Cheers, Cheers, Cheers brother. Cheers, brother.